Mandy wanted to know if she was wrong for planning a spa day. That's why she was on the show today. We also talked about have you ever saved a life and the stupidest fight I think I've ever gotten into with my wife. We covered a lot of ground today, and it's all right now on the podcast. Kelly Jordan. Is it wrong for mom to take a break? That's what we have up today. And am I wrong as we are joined by Mandy? This is where someone's struggling with something, so they call us up, and you get to tell them if what they're doing is right or wrong. Mandy, what's going on? Why are you on Am I Wrong today? So I've kind of really had a difficult Christmas, and um, I booked myself like a spa weekend um, a couple weekends after Christmas, and my husband's super upset about it. Okay. So, okay, so you've you've booked a spa weekend by yourself. Yeah, I just needed, like, a weekend to get away. I mean, I really was just slaving away for Christmas, cooking, cleaning. I spent hours shopping. Like, I really just was completely stressed out. And I think I deserve a little, like, TLC. Like, I booked it at this nice resort. It's just going to be for three days. I'm going to go not use my phone and just decompress. Is he upset that you're maybe doing something else and that's why? Or does he does he trust you to know that, yeah, this is exactly what you're doing? No, I think he trusts me. I just think maybe he's upset that he doesn't get to join too. But honestly, I feel like mothers really just blow, like get all the blow from Christmas. Like I don't think husbands really understand what we go through. I, I will agree with you. My wife, you know, I've always been the one to fund Christmas, <laughs> but... I know that my wife puts in a ton of work, and it is I know it is crazy stressful for her during the holidays. So I totally get why you'd want to have that weekend away. Does, so is he just thinking that you're being selfish, or why, why is he upset about this? Yeah, he's telling me that I'm selfish, and it's honestly like it's hurting my feelings because I feel like it's selfish, it's selfish of him to tell me that because yeah. he doesn't really understand how much I've been working. I mean, I've been working since October for this. Yeah. And you're and I think what us guys don't realize sometimes is you're buying gifts for our relatives, for you know, for all the side, you know, small gifts that you need to get and you guys try and put a ton of thought into everything yeah. and And he didn't even do the wrapping, you know, and I do the last minute shopping and he doesn't do any of that. He doesn't realize that I buy for his cousins like everyone, like I'm the one who has to think about it. Yeah. I know that I know Christmas is so hard uh, on you guys. I don't deny that for one second. Uh, I think I maybe wrapped five gifts this year, and my wife wrapped the rest of them. So, if my wife is listening, she probably wants to come along with you. It's like a whole marathon, and I don't know. I think he just needs to understand that I just need a weekend. That's it. Well, have you told him that? Like, hey, guy, I've busted my butt this holiday season. I need some time to myself. Yeah, he doesn't get it. He's like, oh, like, but Christmas is fun. I thought you liked that. It's fun for us. We're sitting there just as surprised as the kids on Christmas morning seeing what they got. Yeah. So have you ever done, how long have you been married? Um, like five years. Five years. Okay. So you've been, you've been together quite some time. Have you ever done anything like this before? No, this is the first time. Okay. How many kids do you have? We have three. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can, even just talking to you stresses me out. Well, this is what Am I Wrong was built for is because now what I'm going to do is I'm going to put you on hold. And I can't imagine that anybody is not going to have your back on this one. But we are going to find out, are you wrong for wanting to take a three-day spa weekend by yourself because the holidays were so stressful on you, okay? 
right, guys. I'm trusting you. All right. Hold on a second, Mandy. So the phone number is 320-656-9453. Someone calling in already. Let me put you on hold real quick. And we're going to help Mandy out. Is she wrong for wanting to take a spa weekend? And I, I, I feel like her husband is wrong for getting mad about it. So Heather texting in says, I get it. I feel the same. But could you compromise and maybe just do a day spa? That would seem more a little bit, a little bit more reasonable. I don't know. I guess I wouldn't care if my wife did it. I 100% trust my wife. Triple G checking in says, Triple G says that guy is, <laughs> I don't know if I can say, what, that guy's a freaking douchebag, he says. He must really be a helper around the house, too, with the three kids. Yeah, I just, I see how stressed, now my wife doesn't even, like my wife doesn't like going to get massages or anything like that, but if she wanted to just take a weekend and get away, I'd be 100% okay with it. 320-656-9453, I'm running a little bit late, we got a lot of texts here, I want to get to the phone calls too, but what were you saying? Well, you know, I'm listening to your conversation here with this girl, and yep, I appreciate weekends away too. But my question for her is if her husband walked in the house and said, hey, you know what, me and the guys, we're going to do this fishing trip or he's going to do a spa weekend, how would she react to that? So you think it's more the surprise of it? I think so. I think if they would have discussed that and said, hey, you know, babe, what do you think about me doing a spa weekend? I'm just going to get away. I mean, (laughs) she's getting a hotel room by herself. Yeah, I could see if it was a girl's weekend or something like that, but I'm trying to imagine myself and what my husband would say if I went, hey, what do you think? I'm going to get a room down in the cities. I'm going to do a spa day. I'm going to have my hair done, my nails done. I'm going to get a massage. I'm going to spend the night in a hotel by myself okay. for three days. Right. One night I could see, but a full weekend? That's kind of odd. Okay. I see what you're saying. So you do you ever take trips away from your husband? I do, but it's usually me, my mom, my aunt. Okay. Or if it is, it's not really away with without him. He's actually done driving to where we've gone with me, myself, my, well, myself, my husband, my mom, and two of my aunts. And we get a room by ourselves, and my aunts and my mom get a room by themselves. So your weekend away from your husband involves your husband being there? Sometimes, yes. <laughs> because that's, it's a marriage. Also, that's a strong marriage right there. That is because we both get a vacation, but we get time away from ourselves because we will actually do things with my aunt and my mom, and he will go do things by himself. Okay, I see what you I see what you're saying. I appreciate the call. 320-656-9453. Mandy scheduled a three-day spa weekend because she was stressed out from the holidays. Her husband is none too happy about it. Is she wrong for doing that? We'll take some more calls. We'll take some more texts, and we'll give Mandy her judgment next. We got Mandy sitting on hold right now because she planned a three-day spa weekend after the holidays because she was stressed out being that kind of mom. Uh, her husband is a little bit upset about it. She wants to know, what's she wrong for scheduling a spa weekend away from her family without really telling them about it? A lot of people, <laughs> Tishel texting in saying, you go, girl. I'm guessing that's you telling her that she's not wrong. Ben says she's wrong. I got four kids. I help with all the shopping. I cook most of the meal, entertained, and ex- entertained the extended family, and made two airport trips. Tell her husband to help out. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, if you're, like I try to help out as much as possible. I'm just not good at it when it comes to Christmas shopping. My wife really is. Uh, Tracy's saying, hell no, she's not wrong. Christmas or not, if a woman needs a break, she gets a break. 
I totally agree with that. I, if my wife wanted to go away for three days, I would trust her. And you know what? If I couldn't trust her, whatever. As long as it makes her happy. If if go if hooking up with you know Juan, the massage therapist, makes her happy, then fine, do it. Just don't let me find out about it. Uh, another one, uh, Jade saying she is not wrong to take time away for herself. Husbands don't understand all that moms do. I totally agree with that. Uh, what were you saying, man? Um, maybe if it was out of the blue, if she had like discussed it first, I think it would have been fine. Okay. This she said this was kind of out of the blue. Yeah, she just like sprung it on me, like, "Hey, I'm gone Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Good luck," kind of thing. That kind of would <laughs> right. be a little f-ty in my opinion. But <laughs> well, I kind of that's the kind of the the kind of the consensus that I'm getting is everyone's like, "Well, it's not so bad," because you know you know that women put in all the hard work on the holidays, like you know they're they're shopping yeah. for cousins and nieces and nephews and everything else. So she was just like, "It was a stressful holiday. I just wanted some time off," but she just kind of sprung it on her husband. I'm taking a three day spa day. Yeah, I think that's the factor. Okay. All right, well, I appreciate your input on Am I Wrong this morning. Exactly. All right, Bridget texting in, I don't think you can compare her to her husband. Their roles could be totally different. Christmas aside, how much does he do with the kids, with the household chores, with the shopping, etc.? Does she work outside of the home? Also, maybe he's just afraid to be home alone with the kids for those three days without her. I can tell you that when I was a new dad, I was afraid to be home with my kids alone just because I was so worried that I wouldn't be able to handle it. And thank goodness, I, thank goodness my wife was a stay-at-home mom, so... I didn't find myself alone with the kids fairly frequently. It was she was always there pretty much the whole time. All right, we got time for another call. I'm sorry for everyone who texted in. I couldn't. Oh, Trevor texting in says it sounds sketchy to go alone for three days. That's what a lot of people saying, but I think that's just kind of our minds uh, going that way. I don't think it's. Oh, she doesn't sound sketchy. Uh, all right, so we got time for one more call. What's up? See, you know, I'm married too. I have kids, but. Three days and you throw it on top of him, I could see where he'd be a little upset. And if he's stuck with three kids for three days, she might come back and he might take off for a week. (laughs) So do you ever take trips away from your husband, though? I do. I do. I go away on girls weekend. Okay. And my husband's like, go. But I I tell him in advance I'm going to go. And I go up to Lake Alex to a cabin with a couple girlfriends. And we leave on Friday, but we're home Sunday by noon. Yeah, it seems like, you know, it seems like everyone's saying it's the surprise of it. That's where she's wrong. Yes. Yes. And, you know, now he's going to be stuck making three meals a day for three kids. and. Stressful. He might want a break when she gets back. You know, I always make sure there's plenty of food and everything in the fridge for my husband when I'm gone. They may never, they may never see each other. They may never see each other again because he's going to get back. She's going to be stressed out. Then she's going to be stressed out. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I think three days in a motel, like okay, that seems a little odd to me too. I could see, hey, I'm going to go away for the day. I'm going to go get a massage, like she said, get my nails done, do my hair, but come home and have supper. Okay. You all right. Need, you don't need. I mean, we all go through Christmas, like you said. Your wife is busy wrapping presents. We all do it. Yeah. We did it. Christmas done. Go on. Well, I think it's time to get her back on the phone and give her her judgment. Yeah, I, I got a few minutes. I'm going to listen before I have to go into work. So I'm interested in what people had to say. All right, Mandy. You heard all the calls. You heard all the texts. Your results today, or your judgment today, and am I wrong? Everyone's saying that the part where you're wrong is where you just kind of sprung it on him and it's a three-day thing away. Everybody's saying, like, maybe you should have given him some heads up. I guess I just wasn't thinking because I just really needed it, you know? Yeah. And you probably thought, well, he'll for sure be cool with this because for sure he's seen how hard I worked. Yeah, I was just thinking that, like, it just came naturally. Or, I I, I don't know, my cousin wasn't really thinking. I was like, please help me. (laughs) Yeah. 
It sounds it sounds amazing. I if my wife wanted to do that, I would be one hundred percent okay with her doing it because I see how hard she works during the holidays. It is not easy for her at all. Plus, it's a three day break for me. Yeah, I think I need two weekends. Um. <laughs> <laughs> take a week, take a week, Mandy. Why not? Honestly, maybe a girls trip too. See, now we're starting to get off track a little bit here. <laughs> Mandy, I appreciate you calling in today for Am I Wrong? I hope that you got a little bit of a little bit of clarity on it. I did. Thank you guys for helping me. Small town salute. I want to say good morning to everybody listening in Almont, North Dakota, population 100. And if you're feeling hungry this weekend, make sure you check out the Almont Ludafisk and Lefsa Supper. Serving begins at 3 p.m. Saturday at the Almont Legion Hall. That's a lot of fish for a town that only covers 1.75 square miles, but that's why Almont, North Dakota, you get today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly Jordan. All right, we're doing I Want to Talk to Somebody Who. And this morning I threw it out there. I said, I want to talk to somebody who has saved a life. And you said that you did it the day you learned CPR? Yeah, I was um, just at this restaurant, minding my own business, having lunch, whatever. Um, and it, I had just finished this Red Cross first aid training or emergency training. And um, we, you know, learned how to do the Heimlich maneuver and CPR and all that. Um, so I had just finished that training for the day. And so I went out to lunch and uh, or like dinner and um there was this guy eating and then he just, he stopped suddenly and like had this like panic look and I didn't really pay attention to it until he was just like started banging on the table. And then he, he just, he started like grabbing his neck, like gesturing to his neck. And I was like, Oh my God, this guy, this guy, this guy is going to die if I don't do something. So I just, I went into that like mode I don't know what it is, like adrenaline or whatever. And um, I performed the Heimlich for the first time, like just randomly. On the same day that you trained for it? On the day. Oh, I mean, my. how lucky are both of us? I mean, seriously. <laughs> and I can't believe, like, I, I, it could have been like, it could have been just a really bad scenario. But I mean, it actually worked. And he was, he was so grateful and thankful. And I was like, trembling because I'm like, I can't believe that worked. It like actually works. <laughs> right. What a great test to make sure that the Heimlich maneuver works. Someone choking right in front of you. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, amazing. That's nose, right? I've, yeah. always, I've always thought that. I thought that when I brought my kids home from the hospital, I was like, they should really teach us like how to do CPR on the Heimlich before they just let you bring a baby home, you know? Yeah, totally. It's like basic life skills that you need. And, like, to do the Heimlich on yourself, don't you, like, put your abdomen on a chair or something like that and fall on it or something? Yep, you're supposed to lean up against that chair. What an awesome story that is. That's so cool. Thank you. Yeah, sure. All right, so we're doing I Want to Talk to Somebody Who, this next one. Wow, this is actually kind of a serious one. What happened? My daughter, when she was in school, this was years ago, um, got off the bus and showed me a note she had found, and it was a suicide note. Oh, my gosh. And... 
Yeah, and by the time she had gotten off the bus, and she was like the last one off the bus, um, all the school offices were closed. So we started calling all over the place. You know, this is in Florida and around the county, and trying to get a hold of someone with the schools. Right. And we finally did, and then they got a hold of someone, and you know, so on and so forth. And they got the, you know, we told them what the note said, what bus she was on, and everything, where, where they came from, and they were able to locate the girl and talk to her parents and get her some help before she did anything, you know, to hurt herself. So. Holy, that gave me like goosebumps, you telling that story. Yeah, kids are just mean nowadays. I mean, it was, I mean, they were mean back when we were kids, oh, yeah. too, but they didn't have social media to keep pestering them once they got home. So. Yeah, it's terrible. I, I, I won't allow my daughter to have social media. My son doesn't really want it, but my daughter, I'm like, you just don't need it. It's just, there's nothing good that comes from it. It's ruined. No. To me, social media has ruined our world. So <laughs> that might be a bit yeah, of a bold, that might be a bit of a bold <laughs> statement, but. No, I agree. Wow, what an amazing story that is. Yeah, it was. I was very proud of my daughter for, you know, because everybody else was like, oh, don't, that's not anything, you know, and right. she brought it to, but she brought it to me, and I'm like, no, I don't think so. I think that is something we need to, you know, yeah. do something about it. And the worst thing is, it was nothing, and, you know, and yeah. we just, you know, but yeah, no, that was, that was very proud of my daughter for Heck yeah. That. And definitely saved the life. Yes. Thank you so much for calling in this morning. Wow. Well, Brian called me and said, dude, I got a story for you. I saved two lives. So what happened? So, yeah, I was a lifeguard for six years in Chicago. Um, twice I had to do that. Um, one was I got on my post after break, and within a minute I saw a kid underwater, Oh, five-year-old, uh, pulled him out, had to do CPR. Yeah, he had no... Where, where were you a lifeguard at? At a pool or at a lake or... It, it was a pool. Uh, it was kind of like a mini water park. Okay. Um, so there was a little water park. They had some slides, and then there was like a, a diving pool. Um, so, yeah, I did CPR on him. It was probably seven, eight minutes. Oh, my gosh. Um, but got him back, spit up a bunch of water, got him back. Um, so there was that one. And then the other one was a guy, I was guarding the diving pool and, uh, a teenager, he did a gainer, which is like a backwards flip off the diving board Yeah, and smacked his head on the diving board, um, completely unconscious. And obviously we have to treat it as a spinal. So I got in the water very calmly, you know, got him secured. We got him on the board, got him out. And uh, found out later he fractured his skull. Oh, but, my gosh. So, but he was okay. That's got to be just pure adrenaline when you see, when you ha- when you know, like, holy crap, there's a kid at the bottom of the pool. I, I, I came to. Dude, I've, to this day, I still, like, even talking about it, I get chills. I like, bet. It, yeah. And, and And to think that, I mean, had you not, like, had you not been there, had you not been paying attention, oh, my gosh. Like, so do you. As a lifeguard, like, do you get to go home after that then? Yeah, um, they do require you to do a little bit of counseling after okay. something like that. Okay. But, um, yeah, you can go home after that, but I did have to do some counseling. Because I was just wondering, I was like, do they like, all right, thanks for saving that life. You know, you get a 15-minute break <laughs> and then back up to your post. Yeah, no, no, after that, I definitely went home for the day. Um, and then I had to do counseling. Um, yeah. the next day. And then I think it was probably 
a good week before I went back to work. But and just think about how much that kid probably thinks about you too. You know, I mean, it's honestly, it's been twenty something years. I doubt he remembers. Shoot. I was like. 15, 16 at the time. Dude, if someone saved my life, I would never. My brother saved me from choking on a peach pit one time, and I'd never stop thanking him for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I mean, maybe he does. I, I never saw that kid ever again. But Wow. Yeah. That's amazing, dude. I appreciate you giving me that story. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. Well, I don't know. After them recalling those, whatever it was, 1.6 million Teslas, they might want to pump the brakes on this idea a little bit. But Sweden plans to build the world's first permanent electric road. Now, this is exactly what it sounds like. It would be just one lane of a road that if you were driving an electric vehicle... And they want to start doing this by next year, by 2025. If you're driving an electric vehicle, you can pull on to the electric lane. It'd be a different colored lane only for electric vehicles. And it would charge your car while you're driving so that you could do extended trips. Well, how far would that road go? Like, like well, how many roads are they going to make of that? Well, they would. I mean, this would be a, a, a project of massive proportions. But Jeez. they're saying that they they believe in the future of electric cars. And the biggest problem is that you can't drive them very far. So their solution is, and it would be like, you know how you can wirelessly charge your phone? Yeah. It would charge your car the same way. So they would ask, we don't want you to hang out in that lane, but if you're getting a little low on juice, you know, hit the blinker, pull over, drive for a mile or two, recharge your car, and then get back into normal traffic. You know what's going to happen? Other people are going to drive in it that don't have an electric car. Right. It's going to be a cluster. It's going to be leaking leaking oil all over it. It's not going to work. It's going to start on fire. Then you're going to blow up because the electricity and oil. Yeah. Yeah, I'm out. I feel like the radiation coming off of this might be something fierce. I feel like the radiation just in an electric car in general is probably a little fierce. I don't know, man. I, look, I'm all for trying to move to the future and find good solutions to problems. But this doesn't seem like it's it. But what happened to the flying cars? Let's let's just get flying here. I I don't think that's gonna happen. Not in our lifetime. Probably not. But you know what it'll look like? It'll just look like a big old drone. I bet. Because have you seen that? Those like those things that people ride on. It's just oh. like a big drone that you can ride on. Looks like the goblin from Spider Man yes. standing surfing on that thing. The, I mean, that's literally the. I mean, imagine if the wheels popped out and they were drone blades and. I think I'm just going to walk. I, I watch people. What is, what's the thing where paraglide or whatever, where they're in the suit and they can basically oh, yeah. fly like a flying squirrel? I watched some guy hit a tree doing that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I have no chance. Well, can you imagine the accidents if we we're in flying cars? Look, all the accidents that we have with regular cars. Right. And then people speeding and causing weird turbulence. I don't need to walk down the road and a lug nut smokes me in the head yeah. because of an accident. I don't I don't think flying cars is something we'll see in our lifetime. Mm, probably not. I think self. I think what's it's gonna be like that movie. What was it? Minority Report or whatever, where a car just picks you up. You don't own a car. You just jump into a pod. That would be or like iRobot, where it just drives itself. You just yeah. put the where to go, and it does it. That I hate, would be cool. I hate that idea. I love driving. I still love driving <laughs> to this day. But you want to sleep behind the wheel? I yes. <laughs> if, honestly, if if, it, if I could be like, hey, I've had too much to drink. I would like for this car to take me home. Heck yeah, that would be awesome. That would actually be kind of cool. Save me on an Uber and everything else. That would be kind of cool. Man, everything always devolves back into drinking. I don't like that. I got to change that up. What day is it today? Tuesday? That's that's embarrassing. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Mm -hmm. Either way, maybe you found this interesting that they're going to have an electric lane in the road, or maybe you didn't. Doesn't matter to me. You know why? Because I bring these facts to you every single day, and sometimes only I find them interesting, and uh, (laughs) maybe it's just me. 
Welcome to the bonus track. It's the very first break of the day that I tack on to the end of the podcast. Today, we talked about the dumbest fights that you get into with your spouse. I think I got in one of the dumbest ones ever, but uh, you can be the judge of that. We also had a fun time with Cassie doing uh, birthdays today, too. It was a lot of fun. Here it is, the bonus track, first break of the day. Kelly Jordan. So happy to have you here again this morning. This is the Kelly Jordan Show, and man... I got in the dumbest fight ever with my wife yesterday, and I, I was like, I got to bring this up on the air tomorrow. You know, those just those stupid fights you get into, but maybe it wasn't so stupid. Hear me out on this, and you tell me if I was in the wrong or whatever. Okay, so I have these. This, is, this even starts out stupid. I have these knives, okay? Now, these are knives that I think are like a high-quality brand because when I watch like Kitchen Nightmares or Cutthroat Kitchen or any of these things, I see this brand of knife on there. Now, I couldn't tell you what it was to save my life, but my mom got these for me when I moved out of her house at the ripe old age of 25 years old and owned absolutely nothing, and she got me some really nice like steak knives. Now, I'm pretty sure... I'm 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 95% sure I was told one time you're not supposed to put sharp knives in the dishwasher. I I'm almost 100% positive of that because the dishwashing detergent kind of like dulls them up a little bit. So I have asked my wife repeatedly, please do not put these knives in the dishwasher. And without fail, every time I empty the dishwasher, there's at least one of them in there. And so I told her, I said, I'm going to have to start monitoring the dishes, washing these by hand before you can get your hands on them and throw them in the dishwasher and dull them all up. Now, I have a, I told her, I said, does it bother you that my mom got those knives for me before we met? Like, do you think that my ex-girlfriends were touching them or something and that's why you want them to be dull and trash? Because I don't think these knives can be sharpened. They're like a serrated blade, and they're super. They're the nicest knives that we own, as far as steak knives go. The rest of our knives are trash. They they couldn't cut a they couldn't cut a stick of butter. These are really good. And so I told my wife, I was like, I oh god, this sounds so stupid. Now after a good night's sleep, this sounds even dumber than it sounded last night. I said, I said, I don't ask for much in this house. I ask for very little. I'm a hard worker. I support my family. The only thing I have ever asked for is for you to not put these particular knives in the dishwasher because I would like to keep them sharp. And she was like, well, I don't, I don't, think, I don't think it's a big deal to put knives in the dishwasher. I don't think it does anything to them. I said, well, then why don't you put our other nice knives in the dishwasher? You know that it, you know that it dulls up blades. You know this. I think, I have a sinking suspicion that my wife doesn't like these knives because I owned them before I met her. And she thinks that, that you know they hold some special memory for me because I beg and plead with her not to put them in the dishwasher. But do my needs get met? Absolutely not. Never have, never will. No, I'm not kidding. It's not that bad. But I was like, and the funny thing is, I went to bed last night. And I was like, dang, that was a stupid fight. But I, I feel like I'm in the right, like, Wait, a Beth texted in. Good morning, Kelly. I never put knives in the dishwasher. It's also bad for the handles. See? What did Rachel say? Wow, look at you laying down the law and growing a strong hand. <laughs> yeah, over some knives. I don't know about that, Rachel. But I was. But aren't I right though? Like you're not supposed because it dulls them up, and they're all like one piece. I can't. Ex- who cares? Who, nobody cares what these knives look like, but I know that they're a high-quality brand. And I, I'm. I told my wife last night. I'm almost positive that I did not open that thing of knives. I swear I kept them in the box until we got our own house together. And I think that's when I finally found that these knives were worthy to be taken out of their case that they came in. 
So I'm almost sure, almost positive, that no ex-girlfriend ever once touched these knives. So they're okay to go ahead and wash them by hand. So what did I do last night? I, we, had, we had dinner. We, we had chicken. We had to use the knives. So in a very temper tantrum-like state, I walk over to the sink and start washing them by hand, and I'm just looking at her. Like, yeah, this is what you're supposed to do with these knives. Everything else can go in the dishwasher. These knives get washed by hand. All right. That's, is that the stupidest fight of all time or not? Probably not. There's, I bet there's been way stupider than that, or way more stupid than that. Uh, what did Misty say? We never put knives or pots and pans in the dishwasher. Yeah, she won't put the pots and pans in there, especially the ones that she bought, the nice ones. Everybody's on my side. The knives will practically fall apart after a while if you put them in the dishwasher. And see, my wife isn't even up yet. She's not hearing any of this. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have her listen to the podcast later. When we, when we sit down for dinner tonight, instead of listening to music like we normally do, we're putting on the podcast. And she's going to hear that I was vindicated by everyone listening that tell me that knives should not go. Lisa, yes, you are right. And who cares when you got them? I don't, Lisa, I'm speculating that that's why she won't listen to me about not putting them in the dishwasher. It's just, it's, it's all speculation at this point, but I don't know. Maybe throw that question on, on the Google, the old Google machine. I don't know what that means, Rachel. Mike says, make sure this is on the podcast so I can have my wife listen so I can show her how good of a guy I am by not picking fights like this. I thought you were going to be on my side, Mike. It's not, Mike, I am a pushover, dude. I am a floor mat. I, I don't, I don't ever pick fights. I'm a pushover. I don't, but this was the one thing that I have asked for in my life is please don't put these knives in the dishwasher. But I just don't get I just don't get what I want, I guess, and that's the way life goes. Alright, let's do some history. Now I'm feeling embarrassed that I've talked about this for so long. It was on this day, all the way back. We gotta go back to 1799. People have been paying and complaining about taxes for a long time. Way longer than any of us have been alive, or our parents, or our grandparents. In 1799, the world's first income tax was imposed on people. In 1799, imagine that. You're making a nickel a day, and the government's probably taking two cents out of that. I can't imagine what that must have felt like back in the day. Oh, I get so irritated with income tax. I just, oh, <laughs> who doesn't? I mean, it's just, it's the way that it goes. Uh, it was on this day back in 1962. 27-yard line for the first down. Dart, here comes Dallas oh. Turner. Oh, a wicked face mask. It'll be a first down, and we hope Dart's okay. Oh, man, is that nasty. It's a bad one. Jeez. Helmet comes off and everything. The NFL started prohibiting the grabbing of face masks. I can't believe that that was ever legal in the NFL. I wish I had someone in here who knew about sports still who could tell me about that because I can't believe that that was ever something that was legal in the NFL, face masks. That that clip I played is absolutely brutal. The dude gets his helmet ripped off by someone who uh, who busts a face mask on him. Oh, man. that I mean, that's imagine how easy it would be to be paralyzed from something like that. Uh, it was in 2007. What we want to do is make a LeapFrog product that is way smarter than any mobile device has ever been and super easy to use. This is what iPhone is. Okay? So. The iPhone was introduced on this day back in 2007, if you can believe that. I remember seeing my first iPhone ever. It was a dude who was doing my home inspection when I was buying a house down in Austin. And 
he, I, I still remember he was like super sweaty because it was Austin, Texas in like July. It was insanely hot. And I remember him taking his phone out of his pocket and it was ringing and his fingers were so sweaty he couldn't answer it. And he was like, I hate this stupid thing. I hate this smartphone. That's so funny how far we've come since then. And that thing was like a brick, too. It's so crazy to think about. All right, let's do some birthdays. I believe that we have Cassie on the phone with us right now. Cassie, I appreciate your patience. I misdialed your number. I wrote down your number completely wrong yesterday. Uh, so wrong, actually, that I called the wrong number twice. So I'm f- glad that I finally got through to you. Oh, well, I'm glad you found me. Yes, me too. <laughs> so thank you so much for helping me out with birthdays this morning. Are you getting ready for work? I am. I'm, I'm almost done. I'll be hitting the road soon. Okay. And you said you have an hour drive to work? I do. Okay. Do you like it? You know, it, it's not too bad. I, I like to listen to you in the morning and Aww. the music. So it helps pass the, pass the drive yeah, uh, a little I, faster, but... <laughs> yeah, I drive an hour to work, too, and people think I'm crazy for it, but I actually really do enjoy that time in the car, in the mornings listening to podcasts or whatever, and then on the way home listening to music. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's like some good wind-up time, and yeah. then on the way home, it's some good wind-down time. Cassie, you said it. Well, are you ready to guess some birthdays this morning? I will do my best. <laughs> All right. Your first birthday up today. Kate Middleton has been known to break a royal rule or two. In fact, on the princess's very first day as a royal, she broke tradition by wearing her hair out at her wedding. Ooh, she's a rebel. The Duchess of Sussex, Sussex or I, I don't know what her actual title is anymore, but Kate Middleton, it's her birthday today. Mm, I'm going to go with 43. 43? Cassie, you're only one year off. <laughs> Yeah, Kate Middleton <laughs> turns 42 today. Oh, awesome. I thought I was going to be totally off, so I'm glad I got one. <laughs> it's funny. I was looking for uh, video clips from her to like play a soundbite before we said it was her birthday, and she is so likable. She just seems so nice. Mm-hmm. She has a friendly look about she her. She does. Cassie, were you a Backstreet Boys fan? Mm, back in the day, I think so. Okay. Well, celebrating a birthday today? Everybody, I'm not sure which one he is, but Backstreet Boy, A.J. McLean, celebrating a birthday today. Oh, I think he was the one with maybe some facial hair. Um, I'm going (laughs) to go with, let's see, uh, let's do do 39. 39, boy, you're being gracious to the Backstreet Boys. (laughs) A.J. McLean is the ripe old age of 46 today. Oh, all right. <laughs> he was probably the only one old enough to grow facial hair at the time. Maybe that's why you remember him that way. <laughs> all right, we'll do one more. Are you ready? Last one. Let's see if you can get this one. Celebrating a birthday today. Dave Matthews. Oh, the Dave Matthews Band. Okay. I'm going to go with 51. 51, and ah, boy, you're way off with that one, too. You're being so nice to these people. <laughs> Dave Matthews is the ripe old age of 57 today. All right. Well, I'm glad I got one. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's better than a lot of people do sometimes, so congratulations on that. All right. Thank you well, very Cassie, much. Well, Cassie, thank you so much for letting me take up so much of your time this morning. Sorry I was a little bit late because I kept dialing wrong numbers, but uh, I really, really do appreciate it. Thank you. You are so welcome. Have a great day.